Hey, what's up? Uh, Mason and Remy, New Country, 92.3. How you feeling today, Casey? I'm sleepy. Yeah, me too. Wednesdays <laughs> always hit me kind of hard. Uh, I'm feeling that as well. How are you, Remy? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm pumped up. Today's a big day for me. I got a I got a debut, a recipe that I've been working on for at least two weeks now. He's tired too. Don't the, let him fool the, you. The research and development team over at uh, my house, including myself and my wife, have come up with, well, what we think is uh, something comparable to the one and only movie butter theater popcorn yeah, movie butter theater, theater. that's right theater. see I told you he's tired <laughs> he was, he was up he was up was... late doing the video I know I know we're all dragging today so today uh, we'll debut at 8.30 a video on how to make movie butter popcorn smoothie theater okay we got plenty of time movie butter movie butter popcorn what Movie theater butter popcorn. There you go. It's, it's all right. We're here. <laughs> We're all here. We're Mason, all here. how was your day yesterday? Uh, yesterday, Taco Tuesday. Have you guys heard that there was a beef recall? Yeah. Yeah, 40,000 pounds of beef out of New Jersey. Yeah, yeah and, I, and Casey's looking at Luckily, me like, I don't eat meat. people like us don't have to worry about <laughs> those kind of things. Well, okay. Sorry, I didn't. It's not all about you. Did you cook the E. coli out of your no, meat? No, we had chicken. Oh, chicken tacos. That is the big, that was it yesterday. It was like the big thing that did we did. Did that throw everything off? No, it was fine. It was great. Okay. We just okay. usually make up some beef tacos and there was a recall <laughs> too and we are scared of everything. So we didn't, we didn't do that. And uh, like I said, we're all kind of, I, I'm dragging today. I know Casey and I discussed this and sleep was not great. Today is nap day. The boss asked to move the meeting to today. Oh gosh, we're going to hear about this all day, how, Casey. How do, how, first off, how do you guys sit there and look me in the eye and go, yeah, tomorrow's fine. I know it's nap day. Screw you, Mason. Did you not think it was fine? You could say, hey, I did. I surveyed, I surveyed the room and the vibe is two to, two to one. <laughs> That it's okay for me to miss out on nap. I like too. work. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I follow the boss's lead. He, he also offered to do it yesterday. So I'm just sorry. sorry. Mason's, Mason's whole week didn't, revolves didn't, around nap days. Didn't so. mean to bring it up. Day. Didn't mean to bring it up. I'm sorry. Uh, let's get the first caller of the show. Let's get this thing started. We got a Babylon Bar gift card in Cottleville. Cinco de Leo is this Saturday. So we got live music, margaritas, Cinco de Mayo themed activities because we missed it. If you're the first caller of the show, we'll get that for you right now at 314-954-9230. And I promise not to mention nap day again. <laughs> Good morning. Hey, what's your name? Where are you from? Jimmy Ridley in DeSoto, Missouri. He's the first caller of the show. Congratulations. First caller of the show, powered by SSM Health, believing in the power of healing. We're here when you need us. We got you the party a gift card for the Babylon Bar, Cinco de Leo. Did you celebrate Cinco de Mayo? It was like a month ago, wasn't it, at this point? Wow. Yes, and I did, and I pitched out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you get to do it a second time. Are you on your way to work today? I am. I am. Where is that? I uh, own a car wash out in Westfield, Missouri. How, okay, I have questions because I've always thought about how like a car wash is the ultimate business for an entrepreneur. Would you agree with this or no? I agree it's a good start. Okay. It's my first business, so I'm pretty pretty excited. I just, I, I think Matt, Remy be, watched Breaking Bad, and I feel no, like I'm not he, talking I mean, about I mean, laundering money. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I no, just I own a uh, tunnel watch, so yeah, that's the self-service. <laughs> it's a, what do they call it? A turnkey. I always thought that'd be cool too to like kind of you know you, all you got to do is go like exchange quarters and refill uh, the soap. Yeah, uh, I thought, <laughs> but I'm sure it's, it's I'm sure it's way more than that, right? That is the easy way. Yes. <laughs> right on. Well, thanks for listening this morning. We appreciate you being a part of the show. 
Thank you very much. You have a great day. Yeah, you too. We're just getting things started. I'm excited too because we're going to do a, a play a different game a little bit later on. I just remembered. Oh, yeah. In the Bi State Battle, we'll debut the cameo game uh, today. By the way, I don't know about you guys, but ever since then, nonstop cameo ads on my oh, Facebook. Oh, yeah. I've been you get them? Like, oh, this no. celebrity wants to do a message for you. I like literally getting messages about this people that we talked about specifically. Because yeah. yeah. you two went nuts on that app yesterday. Yeah, we, uh, well, we were working on, we were working. Let's leave it at that. Your, your chance to win is on the way coming up here at 8 o'clock. We'll get that next with the Bi-State Battle. So there's this painting. Mason and Remy, New Country, 92.3 Casey's painting, actually. Right. You want to describe where you found this one more time? If uh, I know we talked a little bit about it yesterday, but for those who missed it. Yeah, my mom's a business owner, and so she used to own a building that her business ran out of. And it was a really old building over in Columbia, Illinois. One day I was up in the attic looking through stuff because there was still a lot of old stuff from the previous owners. A family had lived there. Yeah. And so I was going through all the stuff. I found a really cool painting that I liked. I know that no one cares about what's up in that attic. So I just took it with me. Yeah. And I had it. I've had it for about four or five years now, just hanging up in my bedrooms. And recently I looked a little closer at it and thought maybe it could be something cooler than I think it is. Because on the back side, you found what? On the back side, there was a piece of paper that had fallen off. And it's really old. I didn't realize how old this painting was until I saw the piece of paper that's yellow and crunchy now. Mm-hmm. And it has a signature on it that I found out is the artist's signature. He signed it himself with a pen. It's not like a print of it. Okay. And also the gallery name that I think the painting was sold from, which is in Maine. So uh, this is a painting that was, first off, keyword, sold. Like, not just... Right. At one point, it was yeah. sold from a gallery, and it sounds like that's almost like a certificate of authenticity kind of thing, especially if it has the artist's name and a gallery. I want to think that. I have it. I'll, I'll pull out that piece of paper right here so you can see it. Because yeah, I'd love that. This is a. This is like a... Um to me, it kind of looks like the coast of, oh, okay. like a, like the northeast coast. Very rocky, yeah. not beachy, but very rocky, and waves Can are crashing into the rocks. And you got some seagulls, and, and it's a very beautiful painting. But have you examined the backside of this painting? There's not a treasure map on the back of this painting. But, but how do you Sweet know that? Because that. They, they put invisible treasure maps on things all the time. Okay, so this I think is they only did that once. I have for like the whole time that we've been talking about this said. A certificate of authenticity? Yeah. No, it's just a piece of paper. Yeah. Uh, that has the artist's name and it says, what I'm assuming is the name of the painting. Uh, and like you said, the... Uh, um, yeah, I Googled that name and that's the name of the gallery that it was sold from. I think if we deframe it, like if we take it out of the frame... Don't devalue and, and it. Kind but of, here's if the thing. Peel I think back it a little- comes that way. Like I didn't put this frame on it. I think it was sold with the frames. Yeah, oh, it's man. sealed the, in there. But behind that piece of like Remy, you, paper, that, 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 that parchment, behind that could be a whole treasure trove of things. You're, you're so ridiculous. lost in your like crazy Nicolas Cage movies that you... Wait, no, wait, is that Tom Hanks? I don't no, even know. No, it's Nicolas Cage. It's, it's, is it? It's yeah. National Regardless, National I want to know if this painting is worth anything and you're like, could we find treasure in the map? That's that not is, even a it's thing. It's along the same lines, No, it's, it's not. Well, no I don't one, know how to go about this. Well, we talked about getting this thing appraised in the studio and we had reached out to some folks and I know that we... I, I wanted to talk about the possible appraiser. Remy wants to see if there's a damn map in the back of this thing. <laughs> Maybe the appraiser can tell us. I don't know, but let's talk about that possibility. 
because apparently yesterday we talked about this and I said we might have some connections. So I did not read the email that came back yesterday, <laughs> but you guys were both very excited about the possibilities. Why? Because the person that is going to appraise this painting that we have set up is like a contributor to the Antiques Roadshow. Right, like it's a legit guy. <laughs> really? So I think what we need to do is we need to set up our own Antiques Roadshow and we need to have that painting appraised and no. maybe have the back ripped off so that we can see if there's a declaration of independence. I, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, one step at a time. I love that idea, especially knowing that we have a thing like the world's largest garage sale coming up. Like we could actually, and I mean, this might be, what do you call it? The uh, if you're going to put a show together, the first episode of the pilot, yeah, oh, yeah the, the pilot, pilot program, yeah. this, and then maybe we have this person come with us to our world's largest uh, garage see who sale, can, see who can find the most expensive item for the cheapest, and then we pipe in crowd noise right behind oh, it, of course, just yeah, yeah. people making noise, <laughs> and then they're, about. they're standing there and go, whoosh, where did you get this painting? And then Casey's like, my mother had a house and I found it. And then yeah, yeah. this piece of paper. And then Remy's like, national treasure. And we're all like, shut up. And then, <laughs> uh, but it's just an idea. So I think this is a step and we might actually find out if this thing is worth something. What? And we should do this later at another day too. How much do you think it's actually worth? I feel yeah. like it's probably worth a whole $30. Really? <laughs> yeah. I've, and also when I picked it up, I didn't think that it was worth anything anyway. I just really like it. It's definitely not a print. I'll say that. No. It's definitely not a print. Right. Definitely not a print. It's it's rough. It looks like an oil painting. Well, we'll find out maybe. I think next week, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't read the email. Next week, maybe. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's we'll call set, the guy. We will set it I up. Think, I think we should work on that. That's kind of that's that's interesting because you might if that thing's worth like billions of dollars. Casey, this that might be, be cool. your last week on the air. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> I might be losing a coworker in here because we're like Antiques Roadshow. Bye. <laughs> Hosting an event in the Rose Garden, Trump expressed sorrow for victims of police violence and their families. Trump was joined by several police officials and vowed to fight for justice for all. Senate Republicans will reveal their police reform package later today. South Carolina's Tim Scott is heading up the effort to bring changes in policies following the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis. Uh, St. Louis police officers could start using body cameras soon. City officials will vote today on a five-year, $5 million deal to outfit St. Louis officers with cameras. Really? I thought this was already a thing. Me too. I was just going to say, this feels like a story from five years ago. Yeah. Uh, Mayor Lida Cruz and uh, her spokesman says that the first batch of 800 cameras could be in the use in use by the end of July. Like I said, I thought that this was should've. a thing already, but I guess not. It should have been a story five years ago. Yeah. And the famous Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest in New York is still set for July 4th. Really? Still going to happen. Not going to be any crowds. And I would I would imagine oh. that the table will be longer this oh. year. Oh, I'm just... <laughs> as all of those people are munching on the, oh. the hot dogs. So, like, first off, shoving hot dogs in their mouth. If you and, and if you've ever watched it, the noise of the crowd covers up whatever noises are happening at that table. I have no idea how this is still a thing. When there's no crowd, you just get to hear Joey jawing. Yeah, right? Joey... Uh, John. Well, his Ooh. name's Joey Chestnut. Joey Jaws, Joey Jaws Chestnut. Chestnut. That, that's yeah. his name, oh. right? That's like his nickname. Yep, he's like, the guy. Whole, like, like Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? Like, it'll, it'll, it's still going to take place, I guess, on a private location and feature fewer competitors to adhere to social distancing measures. So maybe the table oh. will be the same length. They just won't have the same amount of eaters. Like, I don't know. If you're going up against Joey Jaws Chestnut, Who do you doesn't? even think you have a chance? You want to shove 65 hot dogs in your mouth? You know what I mean? It's a... 
it's uh it's just it's gross to think about guys it is but thank you for saying it <laughs> and, and helping me visualize it as i suppress a thousand jokes that i have to make <laughs> right now wrap it up if you want to see the big three stories go to newcountry923.fm mason and remy new country 92.3 hello Good morning. Scotty McCreary is on the phone. How are you, sir? And and first, let me ask, is your wife upset you're working on your anniversary? Is that... Uh, you know, uh, I think the day I told her, like last week, she was like, oh, not really. Uh, but she gets I mean, it's a big week for us, and... Uh, it's all good. All right. I'm, I'm cooking breakfast after I hang up. So all right, all right. all right. Two years now? Two years, man. They flew by. Happy anniversary to yeah. you and the wife. So, What's for breakfast? <laughs> Uh, so we're going to be doing, like, waffles, bacon, eggs, and mimosas this Oh, morning. yeah. Done. I'm coming over. Absolutely. It's Come on. An, it's their anniversary. I'm sorry. I'm not coming what? over. Man. I'll give you some space today, Scotty. <laughs> hey, we love people. We love friends. So more the merrier. You don't know him. He's not your friend. <laughs> He's just trying to get your bacon. <laughs> no. Hey, uh, we're really happy for you not only to see you still pumping out these songs, man, but, like, in between is doing really great for us right now. So congratulations. Awesome. That's good to hear. I appreciate it. This song is uh it's been a journey. We wrote this one back in two thousand fifteen and uh so it's cool to see it come to life nowadays. So I appreciate y'all playing. You were involved in the songwriting process. Sometimes not a thing, but happy to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. We were doing like a songwriting boot camp when we wrote this back in Nashville twenty fifteen. Uh, five more minutes we wrote that like seven days before we wrote in between. So Pretty, pretty cool. Is that? Would you say that's probably the the longest a song has taken to like surface to to radio airplay? I, we were watching Songland the other night, and uh, and there Ryan Tedder was talking about how one of his songs took like four years to to actually like get out to radio and hit. Yeah, I mean it's, it's definitely the the longest for me. But I I've heard stories you know all the time of like a song that was written, you know, in the 90s or something, and it got buried under a desk, and, you know, somebody found it years later, so, uh, you never know with songs, man, it's just gotta find the right the right home. Do you watch that show, that Songland show? I wonder if, like, actual songwriters are, like, watching this and going, huh, okay, or if they're like, mm, nah, that ain't it. <laughs> no, yeah, we love it, and my wife, she don't, she normally does never, she never talks business with me, but she loves to put that, that show on and then, like, sit there and be like, is that, is that really how it happens? Tell me the truth. Is that how it happens? Like, that ain't realistic. So, uh, we have fun with it. It's like, yes, the writer's retreat is definitely all work and no play. Yeah, right. You should know that. No play. No play. <laughs> None at all. None at all. I wanted to ask about... Uh, during this COVID-19 pandemic and everything, I feel like the show that kind of launched your career... It was totally different, and and all these reality yeah. shows had to be done remotely. Can you imagine participating in American Idol remotely? No, I really can't. Um, number one, I thought they crushed it. I mean, the kids did awesome, the contestants and the judges. I, mean, I thought they did as good as you could do for circumstances. But, man, I mean, I, they sent me – we did a We Are the World thing with Lionel Richie, and they sent me, like, their setup, like all the cameras, the lights, the microphones, and I was just – I was clueless. I mean, I had no idea what to do. Playing director, producer, camera guy, sound guy. It was, it was, I had to like zoom in and like tell him what button do I press here? And so, right. I, well, I, I mean, couldn't imagine. You have roadies for all that, right? You have a crew that normally handles that <laughs> stuff. Your job is go sing, sing, and entertain. Uh, but now you're, yeah. everybody else's, I've saw, I've seen that from everywhere, you know, like, 
they're trying to give artists all this stuff to don't don't do that. It's gonna it's <laughs> yeah, gonna be. I, mean, I was I was clueless, but I thought they did great for sure. Well, we'll play the song in between. Uh, the reason we're talking to Scotty McCreary this morning, I want to know. I'm surprised he's still watching American Idol. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about baseball and much more in less than ten minutes. More with Scotty McCreary on New Country 92.3 with Mason and Remy. Good morning. You're talking to Scotty McCreary. It's Mason and Remy on New Country 92.3. Former American Idol. Uh, he won, right? And then I think Lauren Elena was second place. You got it. Okay. So years later, still putting music out. And I, it, we were just talking about how he was watching American Idol, and I was very surprised that he would still watch it. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. I, I was I was a fan of the show before I got on it, so it's still fun to look back. And when I'm watching now, I'm like looking for the camera guy that's tucked in the background. I'm like, oh, there's Todd, you know, or something like <laughs> that. You know him, right? Yeah. Fun. We yeah. were we were talking on the show this week about things that we have learned about our significant others being uh, so attached to them during the quarantine period. Is there anything that you've learned that's new about your wife that you didn't know before prior to the quarantine? Oh, man. Uh, there's been plenty. I mean, more than anything, it's just kind of been sleep patterns and, like, she's... I'm never home this late. When I am home, you know, I'm, I'm normally coming off the road, so I go to bed at 1 a.m. and she's 10, and things are changing there. So, I, I don't know. I, I don't know anything that's too different. She doesn't like me leaving my toothpaste in our sink, so... I've heard that a lot this trip. I feel that resonates. It hits home. <laughs> hey, guys, it does. It does. It does. Uh, I know we got to wrap up with you. Again, congrats on everything. I know you're a baseball guy. Um, how I was going to ask, when are the cards coming man, back, man? Man, the cards? Like, any of them, am yeah. I right? Like, I mean, you've got to be I mean, seeing this, too, right? Yeah, I mean, I I, I know there's got to be a lot more than, than, you know, what we're hearing. I'm like, man, just get it together and play some baseball. I mean, I, I don't get it. They're, they're talking extra millions of dollars. I mean, I get it. It's, it's what they deserve. They're great at it. But right. We just want to do some baseball. Let's, Come on. I think this is a time to to, to to act, to do it, and figure it out later. Just yeah. to just yeah. avoid that mess because it's it's a mess right now. <laughs> it sure seems like it. Like last week, Manfred was like 100% going to be a season. And yesterday, he's like, I'm not confident there'll be a game at all. I know, oh, man. Well, it Come sounds on. like you're as passionate as us and you want to see it as well. Uh, even though well, I think you're a Braves guy, yeah. right? Well, my dad's from the Boston area, so I'm a Red Sox guy. Oh, no, oh yeah. No? Oh. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I mean, you know, there have been some good battles there. I think I went to a World Series, a Sox-Cardinals World Series game, so that's a memory yeah, for I'll me. i tell you what. My, my, the most memorable World Series moment that I have personally was in Bush Stadium, sitting there. I've probably told you this a thousand times, but I was doing the National Anthem game one against the Rangers and uh, the did sound check everything was working get out there and the mic just is not working oh, and Albert no. Pujols turns around to me and he just says no mic I was so intimidated by that no mic mic thanks Albert I can't do anything about it <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know <laughs> oh man that was so intimidating but such a cool moment that's funny well next time you see him you turn around and you say you have no home run Scotty McCreary, man, it's really good to talk to you. Congrats on everything. And we hopefully will see you very soon. Yeah, absolutely. I hope to see you on person and get to play a, a real life concert again. It feels like so long ago. It so will happen. Appreciate y'all having me on. It will happen. No problem, man. Thank you. Absolutely. Y'all be good. It's almost like he's undefeated. New Country 92.3 Mason and Remy and Casey covers country.
So the voice is coming back in the fall. Guess what season this is? The 50, we're in the 20s. 50, 30. Season 19. Oh, so, I had no so. idea the voice had so many seasons already. It, they do like three seasons a year. What's the definition of a season? They must because yeah. this is only like a five-year-old show, That's right? What I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, I think it's older than five years. Okay. Look it up. But this year, Blake and Gwen are both returning, as well as Kelly Clarkson and John Legend. Okay, so same same roster of uh, coaches, I guess it sounds like. So also, I don't watch The Voice, so I didn't know that coaches kind of come and go and switch in and out yeah. each season. Blake is undefeated, though. Yeah, Blake's that been sucked. there for all 19 seasons. Has not, like, won every season. But when I say undefeated, the man cannot be taken off the show, it seems yeah. like. Yeah. yeah, he's been there every season. I didn't realize that Gwen has only been there for four seasons. Okay. Yeah, 2011 is when The Voice first aired. Oh, okay, so nine years. Nine years. It's been a... So they do two seasons a year, though. Right, then it sounds like, yeah, if if this one that's going to start in the fall would be the 20th season. Oh, great, we get to see that every year. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The 20th season of The Voice. But you right, guys don't yeah. really watch it, so it doesn't matter. No, no, but we're happy for Blake. You're right. Oh, my gosh, yeah. The the one thing that I miss about it is the Adam Levine, Blake Shelton banter back and forth, and then Adam Levine left, and now it is it is just the OG Blake Shelton Wait, on The Voice. No, who else is there right now? There's somebody else. Kelly Clarkson it's and Blake Nick Kelly. Jonas. Nick Jonas. Is, doesn't, does it no. say he's not coming back? He's not coming back. Uh, so John Legend will be there. But Gwen, you said, is, is in. Gwen is in. Gwen was not in this past, right? Correct. Yes. All right, so so Gwen is back. Man, are they going to use that as press to announce they're finally going to get married? That's what I was just going to say. I feel like this is the perfect opportunity to let things all tie together and then get married. No, honey, we'll wait until you come back to the show to get married. That is Hollywood. If I ever heard it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because then they'll all want to talk about us when we're getting the show on. We'll get ratings. Oh, look at that. A book. Right. Suddenly suddenly (laughs) she'll drop. Right. We just bought a $13 million home in California. Yeah, I think pay we, for it. I think we all see where this is going. <laughs> yeah. If you like the voice, that's awesome. No, it's not for me. It's not for Casey, but it's for Remy. That news is for you, buddy. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate it. No problem. <laughs> yeah. If you want to see more, you can find it at newcountry923.fm. Are you guys ex- as excited as I am? For, for the new game. I'm new super, game. yeah, it's going to be uh, awesome. New Country 92.3, Mason and Remy. We've been doing the bi-state battle for uh, two years now, I think, Remy and I, right mm-hmm. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. July 9th is our two-year anniversary here. So uh-huh. remembering that. That's coming up. Yeah, it is. All right. Uh, we should do something for that. We should. We should have a huge party with cake and streamers because it's also my birthday. But that's <laughs> another story for another day. Um, today we're talking about the Bi-State Battle. Your chance to win stuff. We do this every day. Right around this time, we'll get a couple contestants. You represent Missouri or Illinois, depending on which side of the river you live on. The Bi-State Battle as a concept is always going to be that. So I think it's always going to be Missouri versus Illinois. Whether we're representing the side of the river or you are, there's going to be prizes. The game that we would play, normally we would just, I I would come up with some questions. Pop culture trivia. These guys would make fun of me because I'm an idiot. (laughs) And they'd always be about Star Wars or something. (laughs) Uh, And then you win. Today we're going to do something that we're calling the Cameo Game. And if you don't know what Cameo is... Cameo is a website where you can get celebrities to send specific messages to friends or family. Yeah, like happy birthday messages or anniversary messages. They'll basically like put up a, uh, a what they charge for that kind of message. And the higher profile the celebrity, the more money you're probably going to pay. So let's do like a quick run through as if you guys are the contestants. Okay. 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 Um, so we would select a celebrity, like you said, and, and, and you would guess then. So if I gave you, I'm just going to throw a name out here. Bob Saget. 
Oh. TV's Bob Saget. Bob Saget. From Full House. On Cameo, you send money to the celebrity, they will send you a message. How much money do you think it costs to get a message from Bob Saget? A video message. That's... Remy what, says... What's his name? Was he Danny Tanner? Danny Tanner. Danny yeah. Tanner on Full House. Remy says... $200. Remy says $200. Mm. And again, just like the bi-state battle like we do, you want to be closest without going over. Yes. And if you are over, it's whoever's closest. So what do you $80. think? $80. $80. Remy says $200. $200. It will cost you $249. Oh, yeah. What? Remy wins. To get a message from Bob Saget. And that's Saget. a lot of money for a Bob Saget message. If you've ever seen Bob Saget stand up, it might be worth it. Because <laughs> he's a funny guy outside of that show. Uh, so that is the cameo game. And if you want to play, I need a contestant from Illinois. We need a contestant from Missouri to play right now. 314-954-9230. Call 314-954-9230. You can play the Bi-State Battle, the cameo game today. And you can win on New Country 92.3. Gift card for Dirt Cheap, gift card for sports and social at Ballpark Village on the line. New Country 92.3. The Bi-State Battle. Battle. Powered by Offenburg Ford in O'Fallon and Belleville, Illinois. It is Missouri versus Illinois in the Bi-State Battle. Today, the cameo game on the phone. Our contestants, Candy in Festus, Missouri. Say hi to Melissa in Coffee in Illinois. Hi, Melissa. Hi. Here we go in the bi-state battle. The first to get two right is going to win their choice of either a gift card for Dirt Cheap or a gift card for Sports and Social, St. Louis' newest sports bar right there at Ballpark Village. Um, you are going to tell me a number for each of these. Whoever is closest without going over is going to get a point. In the cameo game, do you guys know what cameo is? Did you hear the description? Yes. Okay. Basically, for those who missed it, it's a website where you can contract celebrities to read a special message for you. I'm going to ask you to guess how much money it costs to get that message. And this is a very special St. Louis Cardinals edition. Oh, you can. there's Cardinals out there? There's a lot of Cardinals okay. on there um, of the cameo game. So uh, I'm going to give you the name of a player. And I would like you to tell me how much money you think it costs to get them to send you a special message. Okay? You guys understand? Yeah. All right. Let's start with Colton Wong. Candy, how much money do you think it takes to get a message from Colton Wong? $175. She says $175. Melissa, how much do you think it is for a message from Colton Wong? I'm going to go with 150 She says 150 Candy says 175 If you want to hear from Colton Wong, it's only $75. Whoa, that's not, wow. that's not bad at all. So, well, Colton Wong, when you look at the big stars that are part of the Cardinals, no offense to Colton Wong, I'm an athlete, but we got some bigger names coming up here that I could get you. Okay. So that means... Uh, Melissa is up one. That's right. Melissa is up one nothing. Illinois has the lead. On to number two. How much do you think it would cost to get a message from Adam Wainwright? Cardinals ace pitcher, Adam Wainwright. How much do you think it costs to get a message candy? 250. She said $250. How Ooh. much do you think, Melissa? 
I'm going to go 275 on that one. She says 275. Candy said 250. Actually, only 150 for Wayno. Wow. What a bargain. That is kind of a bargain. (laughs) Uh, And we are, we're tied up, right? Tied up, yeah. Tied up in the cameo game at the Bi-State Battle. This is is the tiebreaker. This is a big one. This is what some people might say the biggest star to come out of the Cardinal organization over the last couple of decades. How much do you think it costs to get a message, man? From Albert Pujols. How much money do you think it costs to get a message from Albert Pujols? Candy. 150 $150 for Albert Pujols. Melissa, how much do you think? Um, 200 She says 200 $200 or $150, both is what Adam, or I'm sorry, both is what Albert Pujols uses to wipe his backside. That is garbage money yes. to Albert Pujols. That is, that is, yes, go ahead and wash your hands on these $100 bills. That's, one more time, uh, Candy had, Candy had $150, Melissa had $200. Albert Pujols cost $500 oh, if you want to get a message that makes Illinois the winner in the bi-state battle. Congratulations, Melissa. Do you want to go to dirt cheap? Do you want to get some drinks or do you want to go to sports and social and have a good time? I want to go to sports and social. All right, we'll get you that gift card. We've got dirt cheap for you, Candy. Nobody's going home empty-handed. Thank you for playing the cameo game in the bi-state Yay. battle. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. What'd you guys think? I thought it was good. Feel fun? Albert Pujols charges a lot of money for a little message. Yeah. You could have ended that at <laughs> Albert Pujols charges a lot of money. Because <laughs> he does. I don't know if we all saw that contract, but it's why he's not here anymore. Uh, yeah. We'll do, uh, I don't know if we'll do the cameo game again tomorrow, but I know that we'll uh, do the bi-state battle again for your chance to win at 8 o'clock, so be here for it. Hey, my name is Remy, and today we're going to be making the easiest movie butter popcorn you've ever made in the microwave. So what's the best way to make movie theater popcorn? Well, it's to use the same ingredients that they use in the movie theater. Can you call it a recipe or a science experiment? New Country 92.3, Mason and Remy, because all of the things that they use aren't necessarily just food. (laughs) Cooking is science, Mason. I guess I'm I'm learning that. I I didn't have to buy anything with those names when I make popcorn, but (laughs) you have been in such pursuit of finding this and you called it movie butter popcorn, movie theater popcorn, movie butter popcorn, whatever. I just—is that a thing? It I tastes like the—it tastes like the popcorn at the movie theater. Is basically what it boils down to. Okay, and it I tastes delicious. Sure I got the name right. I just oh, I don't. I don't, I don't want to offend you. I don't, I don't know if there's like an official name for it or not. But uh, I, not being able to go to the movies for the past couple months has taken a toll on my need for oh, for popcorn. You poor from, guy from the movie theater. Good I know, uh, and. Uh, and I really wanted to learn how to replicate that at home because it's not as expensive at home and you can have it whenever you want once you've got the ingredients. So, track down the ingredients, got a bunch of jugs of stuff that I don't... Chemicals? I don't know, chemicals, yeah. whatever you want to call yeah. it. Cooking and, is uh, science. And and my house <laughs> now smells like a movie theater in a good way. Well, okay. So, I know <laughs> that you have been perfecting this and working on it. What are some of the things you had to get to replicate movie theater popcorn and you say it does replicate oh for sure okay now again this is like your mom telling you you're handsome no this is it's your baby so of course you love it no it's we want to be the judge 
Is this tomorrow? Is this yeah, happening? we're going to do a blind taste test tomorrow. Okay, tell us some of the ingredients. So some of the ingredients uh, that are included in movie popcorn are uh, the salt, which is a different kind of salt. It's called Flavacol. Flavacol. So that's not salt. It's Flavacol. Flavacol is a more ground down salt. So it's more of like a powdery, buttery kind of. So it sticks to the popcorn. Can we- it is the industry standard when it comes to, quote, salt, unquote. <laughs> Can we keep track of all the ingredients that end in call? A, a call? call? Yeah. The OL endings. Let's yeah. move on. So, okay. So you've got your salt substitute. Yes. Flavor call. Well, the, the, and the, the, I think the thing that I didn't understand and what movie theaters use uh, around the country are is a special kind of oil. It's not just your regular like vegetable cooking oil. It is coconut oil that has beta carotene in it to give it that yellow, orangey kind of flavor that popcorn okay, has. so artificial flavor now and color. Yellow five, all up in that. Is there yellow five? Oh, that's for sure. That's the stuff that's in the Mountain Dew. <laughs> There's a lot of yellow five in a lot of these things. And then the last the last thing is a special kind of, um, uh, it's basically the buttery topping, which is just another oil <laughs> that you put on once the popcorn has popped. What's that called? Uh, that is like, uh, what's it called? It's called like, it's just a brand. It's called... no. Oh. Buttery topping, but the brand asterisk. is like it's got an asterisk. The like, brand is like Sun Sunny Kissed or something like that. Like like Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. It's got a bit of an asterisk by its name. <laughs> yes, when it comes to butter, it's called super. It's called super kissed buttery topping. And you open this. If you open this, and I do this in the video, you open the top and smell it. It smells exactly like the movie theater smells. It's yeah, crazy. It's, it's like that smell yeah. that you that hits you right when you walk it's in. It's because it's genetic engineered to do that. <laughs> the only thing you're making that's food is popcorn. Is that still actual just popcorn? Yeah. Or do you have to buy a special kernel made in a laboratory? <laughs> there are there are people that say like Sam's Club has the best kernel or Walmart has the best kernel, but we just use like, I don't know, the pop secret kernels that you can get at the store. It doesn't really matter because that's like the most raw, most raw right. organic that's thing what that I you mean. have in this. It's literally just corn. <laughs> yes. Thankfully, that's the one untouched part of this. It's That's the one part that's actually food. Yeah. So tomorrow we're going to do a blind taste test. I'm going to put my popcorn that I've made at my house up against actual movie popcorn and then uh, like a, a regular bag of pop secret, microwaveable, microwaveable popcorn. Yeah. Three so, cups, like three different cups of popcorn. We're each going to do a taste test. We'll do it on Facebook Live tomorrow. I can't wait to get your opinion. But I know that you have put together this video showing how to make movie theater style popcorn at your house, right? Yes. T- today I have posted a very Rachel Ray-like video of me in my kitchen teaching you how to make the movie theater popcorn. Do you argue with your husband throughout? Because that's very <laughs> Rachel Ray, if you have not seen it. Uh, no, but oh. Lauren was sitting in the same room and she was like, oh, you might want to clarify that. You might want to clarify. <laughs> she wanna- was your producer. <laughs> yes. Good, good, good. Uh, so that is posted where now? We it's posted on Facebook. It's posted on YouTube. Uh, you can go check it out on the New Country 92.3 FM Facebook page if you want, but it's it's everywhere that, uh, that popcorn should be bought and sold, I guess. Okay, so you can find out how to make it at your house. We'll let you know tomorrow if it's good or not. Remy will tell you it's good, but like like I said, it's like your mom telling you you're handsome when you're growing up. It's your baby. So you're not going to tell it it doesn't taste good. You spent all this time on it and it didn't taste good. You would lie to us and be like, it's delicious. And then watch us when it was now. You're like, yeah, I know it wasn't good. Soggy and oily. And yeah. All right, let's get into uh, I was today years old when I learned that ceiling fans 
have different settings. New Country 92.3, Mason and Remy, we deal with this. Keaton, my 15-year-old, sits in the bedroom, plays a video game the whole day, and we walk in, and it's steamy <laughs> in there. We're like, what's going on? I don't know. I got the fan on. Blah, 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 blah. Thick. Had no idea. Saw this yesterday that a guy on TikTok had pointed out, and, and I'm definitely not alone in knowing today was the day I learned that you can reverse a ceiling fan. There's a small switch on it. And I did not know that it is to change the direction of the ceiling fan. And as I was like, you guys, look at this. Oh, my gosh. I was laughed at. <laughs> we didn't laugh at you. You I had mean, asked us if we I knew anything we about it. I think we kind of blankly stared because we thought, duh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just always remember my dad when we were growing up being like, all right, it's it's wintertime. It's like, air's got to go up now. Oh, uh, I didn't, it's, listen, it's summertime. I, we got to flip the switch on. I didn't me. grow up in the world of fancy fans on the ceiling. Okay. <laughs> I did not have that as I was a kid. Knew nothing. We had an attic fan. You know what that is? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a big switch. And then it just makes the big attic fan turn on. Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> right. That's how we used to keep it. It was different. There was no setting. But no, we just, and I sent it to my wife as I learned this. And she had no idea about it. She immediately went and checked two fans that are in our house, one in the kitchen and one in Keaton's bedroom, and was like, yeah, they all have that switch. Sent it to Keaton, and he literally texted me back, bruh. (laughs) Because we have been trying to get the temperature in his room figured out forever. He just sits in there, and we have only attributed it to the fact that we've got a 15-year-old young man in there (laughs) all by himself. But no, apparently we've had this... I had no idea. I was today years old when I learned that there is a switch on the ceiling fan to switch the direction. Well, I appreciate you bringing it, it bringing it up today because I don't know that I have changed mine to summer mode. I there guess in go. my All house, right, so I think I have to go like to each room and see what setting they're on right now so when I get some, back. Some good is going to come of it. Yes. It's good. Yeah. I just I felt like I walked into the room like going, guys, this is you're going to be. Oh my gosh! And then. Nothing. <laughs> I'm sure there are definitely some people out there listening right now that are like, wait, and they got to run home later and check. Yeah, yeah. Or didn't know what that switch was. You changed no lives idea. today, Mason. I had no, well, thank you. I appreciate you that. You inspired. I, I love your spin. I love it. Thank <laughs> you. No, I really do. And I know that there are other things that people have discovered, and you see these, like, these memes pop up, and you're like, I was today years old when I learned whatever. Yes, yes. yes. I have an official file now of these things that I'm keeping. <laughs> Because I have not known how dumb I was until this day. (laughs) So if you have something that maybe you learned about, that seems like it was common knowledge to, I don't know, the other people in the room. Mm -hmm. And your mind was blown. You can always send it to us. (laughs) We'll file it properly in the I was today years old when I learned file. I like it. Okay. We can do this on the regular, actually. Yeah. Just knowledge. We're just trying to pass along to the masses what we know and what we've learned. It's like a miniature what's awesome, unless you already knew it, in which case, never mind. Just keep... (laughs) Keep walking. <laughs> or driving or whatever you're Whatever doing. you're doing. Yeah, and we'll get to a What's Awesome story. We'll play a couple songs and then some positivity to start the day off on the right foot. That's next on New Country 92.3 with Mason and Remy. Good morning. In a world of bad news, here's what's awesome with Mason and Remy on New Country 92.3. I know it's weird to hear the two words Florida man and what's awesome in the same sentence, but that's about what's going to happen here. Uh, U.S. Army veteran Trent Tweedle was not expecting a fight with an alligator a couple days ago, but he had to rescue his dog. They were out on a walk. The alligator grabbed his dog's leg Mm -mm. and started dragging him into the pond. It's just a handshake. Wait. Like Not for an alligator. Mouth? Maybe grabbed it with grabbed his it mouth. Grabbed it with his mouth. Yeah, sorry. Right. Left that part out. <laughs> As the dog, which by the way is named Loki, the god of mischief, mm-hmm. uh, was pulled in, Trent was like, it's not happening today. 
he got in the water and started punching the alligator in the head. This is the guy. Wait, did I see this video of this guy punching this alligator? Yeah. Well, I don't, they don't have video oh, okay. of, of the actual instance, but uh, he he had to use his uh, his army training mm-hmm. to uh, basically battle this alligator to get and save his dog, oh which ended gosh. up happening. The dog is going to survive. Oh, that's uh, great. Dog is wearing the cone of shame right now and uh, Real hero has, right a, has, has a cast <laughs> on his arm but or his leg. It looks like it's going to work out, so he uh, rescued his six-year-old dog. Different story. Not the Florida man you're used to hearing about. That is very true. I understand. I'm telling you, I would fight anything I had to for my dog. Really? Yes. Punch an punch a alligator. Like, uh, jump into a lake with an alligator in it. Yes. There's my parents' house has a lot of coyotes and wildlife going mm-hmm. on outside, and there's been many a time that I've seen a coyote out there at night and thought I'd go after that if I had. Don't make me come out there. Yeah, I will fight you, coyote. <laughs> you can check out this What's Awesome story. We posted this on the New Country 92.3 FM Facebook page. You can always share your What's Awesomes as well. Let us know the cool stuff that's happening in your world, and maybe we'll share it as What's Awesome coming up. It's New Country 92.3. Mason and Revy is the... the the TikTok is blowing up. She just oh, my ask that question again. Did we go viral? I was sitting here and I got on the Mason and Remy TikTok and I said, how did you guys go to 150 subscribers overnight when yesterday <laughs> we had 18? We, I don't know. We didn't do 50. Did we well, do anything? We were blowing we expectations out of the water. I don't know if you know anything about TikTok analytics, but that's not that great. It's not that great, but like <laughs> For our, yesterday we had 18. It's a good point. It's a good point. Uh, and we need to we need to do a lot of things there. <laughs> we have a lot of work yet to do. I've only hit one whoa uh, on TikTok, so we have a lot of things. Well, we, we've been posting clips of, like the Friday Party Jam. This is very funny because Keaton is staying with his dad in Central Illinois, and he sent me a text and said, "Hey, I saw your guys' Friday Jam TikTok showed up in my for you feed." That's awesome. And and he is miles and miles away. And let yep. me tell you, my 15 year old doesn't follow me. <laughs> so that just showed up, which I thought was was pretty cool. We'll uh, I'm sure share some more of the TikTok stuff as we get through it. New Country 92.3, Mason and Remy and Casey covers country. I think it was last week that Lady Annabella decided to change their name. Right. Or previously, Lady Annabella. Yep. Now they are Lady A. Little did they know, there's also a jazz singer in Seattle with the name Lady A. Right, like a 60-year-old 60, 60 lady who's been performing as Lady A for decades, I believe. Yeah, a long time. And... She was not happy when she found out that they were taking her name and her trademark and her brand, essentially. I don't know. I mean, it's... it's did they take the trademark or did she never get the trademark? You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I do, You're I right. do. I, I'm just... You're I'm, more correct. I, I, I mean, when you get into, like, the legalities of everything, I wonder if it really is that big of a deal or if it's just kind of like a... I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's an yeah. ego They thing. just did a courtesy, basically, of yeah. calling her. And, but I saw that they did, like, a Zoom call with the three of the... Sorry, Lady formerly Antebellum. The Lady A and Lady A and a couple other people. Yeah. So they had like a little conversation. Yeah, they had a little Zoom call. And the jazz singer said, we talked about attempting to coexist, but we didn't discuss that would look like. So I'm making it clear that I'm keeping my name and we are turning hope or turning hurt into hope. So That's they're going to share the name and just make it work. All right. That's fantastic. Lady A should team up with Lady A and do a song. That would be pretty cool. That would be awesome. Lady, Lady A featuring Lady A. Lady Jazz A Country. Yeah. Lady A squared. Yeah. yeah. No, that would be awesome. That would be a cool collaboration for sure. And she'll get some money finally off of her name, Lady A, and then quietly fade exactly. into the background, right? Yeah. Okay, are you good? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that, but that's that's cool, though. They didn't have to do that. They could have just ignored it like a lot of people do, like a lot of artists who get, you know, criticized or someone tries to, you know, put them under fire. They'll just go, mm-hmm. <laughs> 
and just be quiet about whatever. Yeah. Right. But they decided, and then they, I think in that move last week and changing your name, kind of the same deal. They didn't have to. Nobody asked for it, right? Right. That's, that's true. They just did it. And now uh, Aunt Jemima's also going away as well. But now that has that has some problems. Some people may not like it. But if you look back at like some advertising, Aunt Jemima way back in the day was super racist stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's been. So it's probably not going to be around for much longer. Right. If you were, that might become a collector's item like kind of thing. If you got any Aunt Jemima stuff, mm-hmm. it might be stuff that just disappears. Stuff that is put in a museum one day to explain how things were kind of messy for a long time. Yeah. If you want to check out that story, it's posted at newcountry923.fm. How is it that the NBA figured out this amazing plan to return? But the Major League Baseball folks just can't get anything to happen. And baseball's outside. Right. So apparently in Florida, they're going to house the basketball teams at the Disney campus. Disney like kind of property. This is like my dream. This is what I'm saying. Like, how did they not get this done for baseball? So uh, July 7th, 8th and 9th, most teams will arrive in Florida. And for the players, they will get access to game rooms, golf courses, cabanas with misters to combat the heat, fishing areas, bowling, backstage tour, and salon services. Because they they have to be quarantined for the season yes. that they're going to play. So basically, they're going, all right, everybody to an island. You're going to only play basketball and have fun while you're here. <laughs> and don't get the coronavirus. Yeah, right? That's kind of they what they're doing. They have to be doing. away from their family members and all that, though. I would imagine. I mean, I think it doesn't say here, but I just saw the list of the amazing things that they get to do while they're working, yeah. playing basketball, as if that's not already more fun than they would get at a normal job. I have dreamed about living on a Disney resort for an entire year. Well, you, if only you were a basketball only, player. And, I, and some guy actually did the calculations on YouTube. It would be approximately $85,000 to Ooh. stay at a Disney resort Wait, every day of for the a year. year. For, for a year. For a year, yeah. God, that's not, that's not as much as I thought it would be. Yeah. Does that include food? That includes. I food. feel like it doesn't include. That a includes lot. food. Well, well, a lot of it is the annual the pass holder that you t- you take up a lot of the. You can go to all the parks with the pass holder, mm. the annual pass holder. Got it. Let's yeah. see. This says teams can bring up to thirty five people. That includes the players, trainers, conditioning coaches, equipment managers, that kind of stuff. So, so it's crazy that, like you said, like every other sport can get it together, but for whatever reason, mm-hmm. baseball commissioner last week is like, we're playing games. Baseball commissioner a couple days ago was like. I don't know about that. Well, and and right. And what's going to happen today? I don't know. It changes every day. Yeah. Will we see baseball? It depends on who you ask. Man. I suppose. Let's wrap up the show, shall we? Okay. Thank you guys for putting up with us. Casey's going to take over and get you in through the workday. Let's check weather and traffic one more time before we scoot. Our high today is 87 right now. It's 76. I... I've reported so much construction today because JT Traffic checked me the other day. Dang. So Dang. construction on Bro. 270 <laughs> eastbound between New Florissant and the Washington Elizabeth exit. There's more construction on 270 westbound at Old, Old Halls Ferry Road. You know what it is? Is there's a... Uh, what is it? What is that called? Total traffic, like the yeah. And the, and there's MoDOT and there's IDOT, and they are supposed to report things, and maybe they don't, and so it's not up on this computer. She's not in a helicopter, guys. She can't. <laughs> yeah. They don't let us do that anymore. There's not a heat map of traffic on right. my computer. Should, I'm just reading things that are sent to me. Right. We should let JT call in from his traffic Camaro on 270. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> That's hilarious. JT called you out. He said. Uh, you know, I was on my way into work today. I had some traffic, but I He's didn't like, hear you say anything about so it. So do you ever talk about the construction on 270? And I was like, I, yeah, sometimes. And he was like, oh, there's just like been a lot. I have never heard you say anything. Traffic check. Dang. All right. Well, we'll have to check him. 
We'll get a little beard check coming up on JT. Uh, Thanks for putting up with us. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Bye.